Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good morning, the big shows on the radio. Hang on. All right, listen, you mugs. It's time to button your yaps, see? I'm trying to listen to these two clowns, John Boy and Billy, on The Big Show. Yeah, The Big Show. It's big, see? Bigger than big. It's enormous, see? He's adorable. Thursday, August the 20th, and the big show's on the radio. Hello, everybody. Hello. Everybody, everybody. I sound like Jimmy Carter. No, not not really. (laughs) (laughs) In my head, I did. Yeah, yeah. Today is National Radio Day. Recognizing a great invention of the radio that you're listening to right now. Unless you're listening on our podcast later. Hmm, boy. Yeah, things have changed. You're listening to the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm glad we've had our time. Oh my God! Oh, Johnny's dying. <laughs> no, we just maybe we'll talk about it another day, man. We we got going. It was like when when classic rock was just really really good, man. I mean, like it was new. We were it talking classic about then. It that was era, like nineteen late seventy five to seventy seven. Yeah. All the classic albums that came out that you still hear on the radio even today. Yeah, you know, you had Hotel California. Uh, Bob Seger, Night Moves, Rumors, uh, Fleetwood Rumors, Mac, Fleetwood yeah, Mac uh, sure. the first Boston album, and all of that came out within a period of just a few months uh-huh. of each other. ZZ yeah. Top. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 How about that? So, all right. So, and we helped, everybody. <laughs> Happy National Radio Day. 
Uh, hang on here. We're going to pull out our first prize pack, one of your first four of chances to win a pack prize. <laughs> Please, we need more laughs on the show. Day. I told you it's about over. <laughs> we need more laughs on the show. <laughs> All right, we'll get you ready for outbursts. Big Show's on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize package we playing for an LS Tractor prize pack. And right now, visit your local LS Tractor dealer to register for a Pitball Sportsman 820 wood pellet grill. LS Tractor. Or a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer. Click on LS Tractor link at thebigshow.com. Let's get you ready with our three dates in history. It was 1974, August 20th. Nolan Ryan of the California Angels became the first major league pitcher to be clocked at over 100 miles an hour. Damn. 74. Nolan bringing the heat. As they, uh, by the way, 1990, July 31st of 90, he pitched his 300th victory, the 20th pitcher to reach 300 wins. All right. And on this date in 1990, Ike Sewell died in Chicago at age 87. He was an All-American football player at the University of Texas, and he invented the Chicago-style deep-dish pizza. You'd think he would be known for both of those things together, that like he would be a household name. <laughs> That's right. How about that? It's like Uno was the pizzeria that he started. Is that's that where, right? That's where the deep dish pizza was invented, yeah. So uh, they went to Texas. Maybe it was from Chicago. I think went back that's home. probably, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move up to 1997. An 88-year-old man had to be rescued twice from a burning hotel in Matawa, Ontario. After being successfully carried from the burning building the first time, the man went back in the hotel through a rear entrance. He returned to his room and was overcome by smoke. Firefighters then rescued a man who they later learned had returned to get his teeth. Boy, I got to go back in there. <laughs> oh, golly, I'm hot today. No, they are cheap. Huh? <laughs> oh, they're hot. I'm going to All right, well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS, your toll-free line. We'll play Outburst next. <laughs> Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio. And our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. A five-second lesson in inertia taught by the subway. And you, when you watch it, you have to imagine this guy that's shooting it with his... He had to have sat there and wait for people to get in the exact chair he needed them in. It's going to happen any minute now. Just wait. Well, we appreciate his effort. Uh, you can check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, see if we can get our Thursday winning beginning. Outburst, let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Cliff from Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Cliff, good morning. Good morning, John Boy. Hey, man, are you close to our world headquarters in Charlotte? We are. We're uh, ready to pop on over there and pick up our prizes. <laughs> uh, hey, all right. Can you stop at Old Pineville Premium <laughs> Pub on your way over? <laughs> uh, I'll bring you a burger, too. <laughs> yeah, they've already taken care of us. They're going to have yeah. some chicken wings. I, don't know. Right. I guess we can wait till Pete delivers them. Right. We're going to make Cliff stop by on sure, his yeah. way over. It is a great idea, though. Uh-huh. We'll see. All right, Cliff, well, we are pulling for you to win, buddy. Let's get through the categories. Are you ready? I am. In five seconds, three baseball positions. Ready to go. Uh, Pitcher, catcher, shortstop. One third of the way there. Now we need three things you put on a pizza. Ready to go. I'll keep it clean, but okay. Pepperoni, cheese, and black olive. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What do y'all do with pizza over there? <laughs> I was going to say, how do, you, how do you make it awkward? <laughs> oh, one of them dirty pieces. Yeah. All right, Cliff. Here we go for the win. Three things you see in a hotel. Ready, go. Oh, a hotel. Uh, elevator. Uh, the front desk and a ballroom. All right. Yeah. Word about keeping the pizza clean. Yeah, the hotel. Really. See, you could have worked the pizza back in there. <laughs> Cliff, you got the LS Tractor prize pack, and we're going to save you some time. Jackie, get your info and mail it to you. How about that? Thank you so much. Can I give a shout-out? Yes, sir. I'd like to shout-out to my brother, Chuck, who listens each and every morning to the John Boy and Billy Show. We appreciate y'all brothers listening to the big show. Thanks, man. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side, our time capsule for this August 20th. We hang on for a laugh. Get through the news. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Hello, Red Hot Town Incorporated. Uh, Hey, is this Murray? No, this is. (laughs) You're answering (laughs) your own phone? Well, no, actually, today I'm answering SEAL's phones. What in the wide world? Well, this new consulting company just moved in next door, uh-huh. and as kind of a goodwill thing, they offered everybody here in the building a free one-week business analysis. Hmm. That's where they take a look at how you do things around the office, and then they tell you how to make your place run better. And they decided your place would run better if SEAL was in charge and you were at the front desk. No, no, no. We're still in the evaluation <laughs> phase, babe. This uh, uh, is what they call job swap day. 
Ah. Everybody in the office does somebody else's job for the day so we can all understand how things work. Hmm. And so today I'm answering the phones. Ah, and Seal is smoozing clients and making big money deals. No, actually, she's doing what I normally do. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, smoozing and making deals, that's not your job? Well, sure it is, but it's not what I normally do. (laughs) What do you normally do? Well, let's just check the old date book. Uh, Let's see, 7.30, Uncle Wacky's Cartoon Funhouse. All right. Then pop in next door at the Donut Hut from 8 to 9.30. 8 to 9.30? Takes an hour and a half to eat breakfast? Hey, I do other things while I'm eating, okay? Uh. In the business world, see, we call that multitasking. Uh. It's not just sitting around reading the comics and the sports page. An agent has to stay on top of the very latest trends in the world of entertainment. Which means... I also read the purple section of USA Today. (laughs) (laughs) And then at 9.30, I'm back at my desk. Catch the second half of Sports Center, then flip over to Cartoon Network for the morning movie. Wow, I'm impressed. You actually wait till 10 o'clock to flip over to Cartoon Network. <laughs> Have you seen their early morning schedule? <laughs> Baby Looney Tunes, please. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, 11.30, return phone call. Uh-huh. How about that, huh? Uh-huh. 11.33, load some new songs <laughs> on the iPod. <laughs> and at noon, it's time for lunch. Wow, sounds like a full day. Hey, and that's only the first half of it. Hey. <laughs> By 2 o'clock, I'm right back at my desk slaving over a hot PlayStation 2. <laughs> Jimbo, sometimes I don't get out of here till 3.30 or 4 o'clock. I don't know how you do it. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. Lucille DePesto is about to get a crash course in the modern world of modern American business. Uh, speaking of which, can we speak to the boss lady herself? Uh, one moment, I'll have to see if she's tied up. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. You told us she's watching Uncle Wacky. You told us that, man. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, hold on. I'll page her. <laughs> hey, y'all. Line two. It's... I'm sorry. Who's calling, please? It's <laughs> John Boyd and Billy, your biggest clients. In fact, your only clients. And after hearing what you do all day, I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Seal, it's uh, Jimbo and Bobby. Uh, hold, please. She'll be right with you. <laughs> okay. Hello, Jimbo. Love you. Mean it. Yeah, Seal. We hear you're large and in charge today. Yeah, buddy. And it's been a real eye-opener, I'll tell you that. Uh. Just wait till I talk to that business consultant guy. There's going to be some big changes around here. Like this 90-minute breakfast thing, for starters. That's just crazy. That's what we thought. Yeah. Any idiot knows if you stay at the Donut Hut till 930, you miss the first half of Regis and Kelly. Are <laughs> nuts? No wonder this place is falling apart. We need to move breakfast back to 7.30, see? I mean, Uncle Wacky hasn't had a fresh idea in years. Always the same old thing. Cartoon, interview a kid. Cartoon, interview a kid. Get some new material, will you? Well, I say you're going to run a tight ship. You got that right. Oh, which reminds me, we need to talk business for just a second. Mm. Jimbo? I have got something in front of me right now you would be perfect for. Mm. I want you to be in on it. Correction, correction. I need for you to be in on this. Wow. It's a big money deal, too. Well, big money, huh? Uh, how big? Well, is $10,000 big? Yeah, that is pretty big. So you think you'd be interested? Well, sure. Well, what is it? Well, the company MasterCard bill is 90 days past due. I need you to loan me $10,000. <laughs> I should have known. Hey, you won't regret it, babe. Let's do the lunch thing later and talk it over. Have your machine call my machine. Oh, and remember, you don't have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be cool to rule my world. Ain't no particular sign. I'm not protected to prove it. I just won't your extra 
Yes, Billy. Him too. And Jimbo. What? Call me. John Boy and Billy. Jobs are funny. There are no hard, fast rules on making it to the top, but a pretty good rule of thumb is if you make it to age 35 and your job still involves wearing a name tag, you've probably made a serious vocational error somewhere along the line. Morning Radio, done right. Good Thursday morning. The big show's on the radio. Our special guest is making his way into the studio. I think he was in the lobby talking to Pearl. Uh, he's a living legend of the silver screen, and we are honored to have him, the great Alan Swan. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it is with a humble mea culpa that I apologize for being so tardy. I was deep in sensual conversation with your charming receptionist. <laughs> that was my dog. I'll grant you she's not the most attractive girl I've ever seen, but if you continue to disparage her appearance in my presence, I'll be forced to defend her honor, you blaggard! No, Mr. Swan, that wasn't our receptionist. It really was my dog, Pearl. And in the face of a fierce rebuke, you persist with your insults. Prepare to feel the sting of cold steel, my bald cap young friend. Oh, dear, I seem to have forgotten my sword. Well, perhaps next time. <laughs> okay, well, uh, see, uh, Alfie got you here in one piece. Uh, where are you staying? Oh, one place is the same as another. They all seem to blend into one after a while. I did have a spot of trouble in the hotel lounge. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, I'm a product of the golden age of Hollywood. I'm still struggling with all this new technology. Well, I was seated at the bar using... Signor Bombacelli's tablet computer. Uh, answering fan mail? Perusing escorts. <laughs> <laughs> I asked the barkeep, a surly-looking man, possibly Filipino, possibly Latino, definitely surly. I asked what the Wi-Fi password was. He replied, you have to buy a drink first. Well, twist my arm. <laughs> so I replied, a triple martini, my good man. Six olives and drag the bottle of vermouth dangerously close to the rim. <laughs> then I posited to my surly attendant, I have fulfilled my part of the bargain. Now, what is the Wi-Fi password? He gives me what I believe you bucolic types called the stink eye and says, you have to buy a drink first. Well, I'm not one to disobey rules, so I procured another delicious libation. Well, that's one way to sell drinks. Brilliant, I might add. <laughs> well, this went on for a few more rounds, and finally I said, my good man, I will ask you one more time, hence, what is your Wi-Fi password? He turns, looking somewhat perturbed. He said, I've been telling you for half an hour, you have to buy a drink first or lowercase. Ah. <laughs> uh, any luck with the escort? Yes, I paid for a 20-year-old escort. And? Worst car I've ever owned. <laughs> That's why Alfie's driving. You see, I've never believed in paying for what is free. Especially when you're as randy as I am. Ah, uh, well, you do have quite a reputation. Oh, well deserved, I might add. Oh, yes. You know, my third wife, Bathsheba, she threatened to leave me because of my indiscretions. Once she caught me in a romantic relationship. Shocking. Oh, that's not the shocking part, my lad. 
It was with a dolphin. What? The heart wants? What the heart wants? <laughs> what, what, what happened with your wife? She threatened to leave me. I told her, go on then, go. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> and everyone says you're slow. <laughs> well, I clearly overstayed my welcome. I must adieu. So soon. Senor Bumicelli has promised to take me to a veritable oasis. I believe it's called Hooters. <laughs> oh, I must be going. But don't rush off. No, no, I must be going because the insides of my shoes are wet. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Alan Swan, the world's greatest actor. I'm not an actor, <laughs> damn you. I'm a movie star. <laughs> Good morning. Rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the Pride of the Red States. John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? Who can't be topical? Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. It is Thursday, August 20th. You having a birthday today? Oh, boy. I bet Bob White Whip would love to chirp happy birthday to you. What's that? Uh, if it's your birthday today, <laughs> then on this special occasion, Bob White. Oh. And Whippoorwill. Ma'am. Would love to chirp happy birthday to you. Bob White and Whippoorwill, are you ready to chirp happy birthday on this special occasion? She reads it like a hostage note. <laughs> it was. All right. Besides your birthday, Don King is 89. Uh, promoter Don King. He was wild. Resume ain't off him yet. We had we hung out with him for a while. Do you ever? I wouldn't him? call it hanging out, but <laughs> he was here promoting. Him. Yeah, it was him, Sugar Ray Leonard. We got pictures yeah. on the wall. Yeah, man, that was fun. All right. Man. Hi, this is Don King, the world's greatest promoter. You're listening to John Boy and Billy on the Big Show, on the Big Show, on the Big Show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on the Big Show. All right. <laughs> Bob White. <laughs> I think that was Whipper Will. Oh. <laughs> On the big show. Every time he draws oh, a breath. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Led Zeppelin singer Robert Plant is 72. On the big show. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. You can win a Haybo Outdoors prize pack. Family-owned Haybo Outdoors. Versatile, high-quality apparel for every season. Live, work, and play outdoors. Go to BigShow.com. Click on the Haybo banner for dealer info. Or you can enter code JBB. Shop online to website and get 20% off your order. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. Well, then, having fun here. We're having more fun than the Democratic Convention happening, it looks like. <laughs> Man, having fun with Obama. We had the Clinton-Dickie Goodman type song. 
And uh, those of you who remember Dickie Goodman, we're here on the shore with Jaws. You know that deal? So we have kept that going. And Randy, you were right. You looked it up. The first Dickie Goodman tune was 1956. I knew it was really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's wild. That was the year I was bored. I think it was the Flying Saucer. Yeah, but yeah. Flying Saucer. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get a John Boyd Billy style on Obama. We're here at the White House where President Obama is about to hold an important meeting. Good morning, Mr. President. What's happening, baby? Did you miss me over the weekend? If you did, I'm sorry. There's a huge crowd outside the White House, and they don't look happy. Let's see if we can hear what they're saying. Mr. President, you've seen this sort of anger all summer long at the town hall meetings. What has been your reaction? I didn't care how much they cried. No, the tears left me cold as a stone. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has just arrived for the meeting. Speaker, your party has been criticized for massive spending during a recession. What's your plan to deal with this criticism? <laughs> Harry Reid, the president of the Senate, is also here. Sir, what's your plan for stimulating the economy? If you want it, here it is. Come and get it. Republican Senator John McCain seems to be having a word with the president. Senator McCain, what will be your advice to the president on his ambitious agenda? Better keep your eyes on the road, son. Better slow this vehicle down. A surprise guest has just arrived, former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. I've been cheated. <laughs> What's your opinion of the job the president has been doing? Mr. President, what's your opinion of the Republican leadership? Something so to no good. Congressman Heath Schuler, one of the so-called blue dog Democrats is here. Congressman Schuler, what's your assessment of the group that's here for the meeting? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am. The leader of the Congressional Black Caucus is also here. How do you think the president has been received so far? Everybody's misused him, ripped him off and abused him. Actually, this group seems to be getting along pretty well so far. Don't let the handshake and the smile fool you. Take my advice, I'm only trying to screw you. Vice President Biden has finally arrived. Mr. Vice President, where in the world have you been? Smoking in the boardroom. There's someone approaching the president. It looks like his former pastor, Jeremiah Wright. Oh, I gotcha! Uh-huh, uh, you thought I didn't see you, now I didn't. Reverend Wright, you caused a lot of problems for the president during the campaign. Why would you show up now? Got to pay back. Revenge. 
Mr. President, you're facing a tough sell on your programs. How do you manage to keep your spirits up? I believe in miracles. <laughs> do you have a plan to end the recession and revive the economy? And what is it that they want? <laughs> is that a good idea in this current recession? It's too late to turn back now. But, sir, can even you manage to pull this off? Oh, I'm not bragging on myself, baby. But there's no ifs and buts or maybe. I think South Carolina Congressman Joe Wilson wants to say something. <laughs> the president is calling the meeting to order. Folks, I think the president is about to finally reveal his plan to save America. Dickie'd be proud. How Good you know? <laughs> All right, y'all, let's play John Boyd Jeopardy, shall we? Let's say review yesterday's question. We found out archaeologists say that this now extinct animal survived the Ice Age and was here while the pyramids were being built. That would be the woolly mammoth. Found a lot about woolly mammoths. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today's John Boyd Jeopardy, according to one financial expert, this well-known and often criticized American company Generates more than $1.4 million in revenue every hour. I was going to say Uber for hookers, but I think they're <laughs> shut down right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Good morning. The Big Show's on the radio, and our video today is brought to you by LS Tractor. More standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty offer of value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer at TheBigShow.com. Restaurant Wood Pettigrill, give it away. And our video is right there. A five-second lesson in inertia taught by the subway. And he didn't mean to say wood pettit grill. <laughs> what he what meant he was wood pellet. Wood pellet, yes. Yeah, that big old 820 working there. Okay. Uh, yeah, the pet boss sportsman. Please don't is. pet the grill. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got that taken care of. Let's do this. Yes, live across America, it's Jeopardy. And now, a three-minute lesson in comedy inertia brought to you by the Professional Academy of Broadcasting in Knoxville. He's John Boyd. Thank you. Let's say hey to Dylan out of Kannapolis, North Carolina. Earnhardt's hometown. Good morning, Dylan. What's going on? Hey, man, you are. Welcome in here. You got the right answer? 
Yes, sir, I do. All right, well, let me run it by for our listeners just tuning in. According to one financial expert, this well-known and often criticized American company generates more than $1.4 million in revenue every hour. I'm going to go. Facebook. Okay. Is it Facebook? Southern sir! It is. That's like in, in the dough. And, and that's from advertisements that they mm-hmm. make you watch. Yeah, Not only that. Yeah. Not only that. They they have several sources of revenue. One is selling your information. Uh-huh. You know, oh, oh, all of your all of your movement on the web and all. Not necessarily your by name, but yours by demographic. Ah. Uh. So well, I still don't understand but that. But they will get to you eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'm you sure haven't had a smartphone will. that long. Yeah, and they also have uh, some of their ads may have uh, co-ops built into them. So uh, if it's an ad for something that looks cool to buy, they get a commission from it. Well, it looks like they figured out a way to make some money. Every way possible. Hour. Somehow they just made 16 bucks from us talking about it right yeah. now. I guarantee it. <laughs> They've even got a grill you can pet. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Hey, well, Dylan, good for you now, buddy. You won the Haybo Outdoors prize pack, so you're making a little bit off of them anyway. Heck, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. All right, buddy. Hang on for Jacket. <laughs> All right, uh, time for your news. Because there's that music. <laughs> hey, coming up next from the Obama Library, something for you. Good morning, big shows on the radio. Democratic convention going on this week. We have fun with the past Democratic administrations. But oh yeah, it's a good one here from the Obama Files. Trying to persuade (laughs) y'all. I'm Joe Biden, and I'm told I approve this message. That didn't sound out like Joe Biden. Knock your pillars in here. All right. Here's your president, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. I was born right here in the good old USA. No matter what those right-wing nutjobs say, I'm taking names, kicking tush, and things go bad, I blame George Bush. Hey, babe, come take a walk on the left side. Said, hey, y'all, come take a walk on the left side. My man Joe Biden comes from Delaware. He's got that weird thing going on with his hair. He's as goofy as they come. You ought to hear him. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I say, hey, Joe. Take a walk on the left side. I say, hey, Joe, take a walk on the left side. 
and the Democrats go do 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 that's not what it says on the prompter. <laughs> Me and Joe love to give money away. We'll make all those rich guys pay and pay. A hustle here, a hustle there, stimulus. Free health care. said, hey, babe, come take a walk on the left side. I say, hey, y'all, come take a walk on the left side. And the, what? Not this time. <laughs> Next time. Not. Okay. You just tell me. Sugar Plum Fairy Congressman Barney Frank <laughs> ran the housing market in the tank. He likes guys, but he's really gay for Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. I said, hey, Barney, take a walk on the left side. I said, hey, Sugar, come take a walk on the left side. This time, right? Or now. Okay. Tea Party people are all a bunch of racists. I say that with absolutely no factual basis. But watch me play the racial card and give it to them. Good and hard. I said, hey, babe, take a walk on the left side. I said, hey, everybody, come take a walk on the left side. And the Democrats go, do do you do, do 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Clinton on the saxophone. Bill Clinton. Thank you all very much for coming. Good night. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. Bill. Come on, Bill. Bill. He is not paying any attention to me. <laughs> go get him. Shows on the radio for you Thursday, August the 20th. It's on track with Doug Rice here in about 20 minutes. Catch up on what's on top for NASCAR action this weekend. Right now, all right, here's that call. Good morning, big show. John Boy and Billy. Hey. Mad Max here. Morning, Mike. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Well, 
let's see. <laughs> they canceled the Final Four. Disney World shut down. We ran out of toilet paper for a couple of months. Then it was Attack of the Cairns at Sam's Club. Now I got to wear a face mask at Food Genie. And the My Pillow guys telling me to eat Tide Pods. How you think it's going? Uh, as if 2020 ain't been painful enough already. They say we might be fixing to have another nationwide shortage. This time it's pepperoni. That's right, pepperoni. The pizza people are having a hard time getting it because there's so many meat packing plants shut down right now. Gee, I hope nothing happens where people start staying home and ordering a bunch of dominoes all of a sudden. In short, my big old pizza-loving butt. Oh, and check this out. The federal government just came out with the latest version of something called the Dietary Guidelines for Americans. This year's big revision. They say every man in America needs to reduce their alcohol consumption to, are you ready for this? One drink a day. One drink a day? How's that supposed to work? You want to get men down to one drink a day, you're going to have to get rid of all the women. Now, whatever happened to the 21st century being the world of the future? When I was a kid, they said we'd have flying cars by now. Instead, we're living in a world where I can watch all 84 seasons of basketball wives on demand, but I only get one beer with my pepperoni-free pizza? Well, I say screw that. Get the CDC on the phone. Sign me up for one of them phase three vaccine trials. I'm up to my button, risk factors, and underlying conditions. So if it'll work on me, it'll work on anybody. You know what? Forget phase three. We're going straight to production. Yeah, I want every Tom, Dick, and Karen in the country vaccinated with something by the end of next week. Everybody that don't have an allergic reaction is going back to work. And just so you know, some of y'all might end up in a different job. For example, the people that came up with that one beer a day idea are going to be pulling a double shift at the pepperoni packing plant. Forget Duncan. America runs on pizza, beer, and college football. And we need all three of them back at full strength ASAP. And we can get it done, too, because in the words of the intern that runs Joe Biden's Twitter feed, there's nothing we can do if we do it together. And in the words of me, sit down, shut up, quit running my life. John Boyd Miller, y'all have a nice day. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Hello, Flimsy Primus here. And when I'm on this side of the pond, I get my daily dose of culture and edification every morning from these two delightful lads, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. You know, I hate to break it to you boys, but where I come from, you're all Yankees. Oh, 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 well, I thought it was funny. <laughs>
Good morning. It is a big show on the radio. National Radio Day. How far we've come. If you miss any of the big show this morning, you can catch it all. About an hour and a half after we wrap things up around 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The John Boy Miller's Late Risers podcast. I'll set up for you to bigshow.com. See why nothing will ever take the place of radio on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and let me say, last week we have 76 countries listening to the Big Show podcast. Two more added. Belize. Hey, Monroe finally figured out mm-hmm. how to use a podcast. Yeah. Maybe he got some Wi-Fi <laughs> at his jungle yeah. jaw yellow camp. They, 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 they turned it up camp. really loud on the speaker. They're trying to get him to surrender. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made the Wi-Fi unit out of coconuts. <laughs> Bangladesh. Bang, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Remember the big fundraiser they had with him a while back, George Harrison? Yeah, George Harrison. The concert for Bangladesh. Or yeah. Bangladesh. That was what is Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Starvation going on. There was some mm. cruel jokes going around back, right. back with that. None of which we will tell you today because it's <laughs> National Radio Day. <laughs> and nobody has a comb. Wait a minute. You don't remember that one? Uh-uh. Okay, I'll show you later. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, you, no matter what country you're in, thank you for listening to the John Boy and Billy Big Show. For more punchlines, tune in to the Big Show Blues. (laughs) Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner circle, that'd be the current events quiz. Take C, get an LS tractor prize pack. And right now, visit your local LS Tractor dealer and register for a Pitball Sportsman 820 Wood Pellet Grill. LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Go to BigShow.com, click on LS Tractor, and you get a dealer near you. And right now, we got Doug Rice in the studios of the Performance Racing Network for On Track with Doug Rice, our weekly NASCAR brouhaha. Of course, it's too early for brews. So You're putting way too much uh-huh. pressure on Doug. Wait, wait. Let me order some T-shirts. Uh, hey, Doug. Good morning, buddy. I love a good brew, ha <laughs> Whenever you want to serve it up, let's go. All right, Doug. Well, look at the first race on a Daytona road course last weekend. Oh, Chase. Everybody's chasing Chase. Oh, Not a big shock there. He has won the last three NASCAR road course races. Crazy. And right now, he is He's the best in the business in NASCAR. I guess Truex might be second, but Chase Elliott has really stepped out and proven that he's the guy to beat when we turn left and right. Man, that's just wild. The last three, Jay's taking them. I mean, his, his dad was pretty good on the road courses. I don't know if that's a genetic thing or he just takes well to him. But uh, anytime we go, and when he comes to Charlotte here later on this year on the Roval, he'll be the defending champion. That's kind of where this streak all got started. That's it. Well, he's good and in for the playoffs. There will start at the end of this month. And, uh, well, looking at the top 16, where we got right there around the cutoff line, Doug? Well, we're looking at William Byron, who is 16th in the playoff points. There are the regular driver points and there are playoff points. I really think that's kind of a point of confusion, to be honest, because where you stand in the playoffs is all that matters. If you are 20th in points, but you've got to win, that means you're going to go on to the playoffs. So William Byron right now is 25 points up on Jimmy Johnson. 35 points up on Eric Jones, and I I honestly feel like the way it looks with points right now, 
those are the three that we have to be looking at to either get into the playoffs or not get into the playoffs via points. Now, anybody outside of that group that, let's say, goes to Daytona and wins the last regular season race that's not in would automatically go. So there's a lot of variables, but as far as pointing your way to the playoffs, I think we're down to three. It's William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, and Eric Jones. So there is a good chance that Jimmy will not make the playoffs this last season. Has he? I know they've been asking uh, asking him about it since it's a shortened season. Do you think Jimmy will come back for next year so he can go to every track and get his farewell? He's been pretty emphatic that, no, he's going to be done with the full-time NASCAR thing. And he always says full-time, which leads me to think there might be some opportunities for Jimmy to come back on a one-off basis and hop in a race car and do it. And he's also expressed a lot of interest in running some of the IndyCar road course races, Mm -hmm. not the Indy 500, which, by the way, coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. But he is really interested in hopping in one of these Indy cars and turning left and turning right. And why shouldn't he? I mean, there is nothing left for Jimmy Johnson to prove in the stock car world. I know he's been on a three-year winless streak, but the guy's got seven titles and – you know, just about every record there is to have. So if he wants to go off to another discipline and have fun, good for him. And there is no NASCAR guys right now that would that's going to be running the Indy 500, of course. No, this unfortunately, same day on Sunday, they'll be in Dover for the stock cars. They'll be in Indy for the Indy cars. And I hate that it just didn't work out. And, of course, IndyCar is going to be running without any fans this year. And not that I need to, but I kind of feel for Roger Penske. This guy, you know, went out on a limb, bought the IndyCar circuit, bought the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, mm-hmm. and they they derive a lot of their funds from 200,000 people showing up at Indy, and this year there will be zero. So uh, there will be wow. a lot of belt tightening in the IndyCar world after this is all over. Wow. And uh, we got to touch on Kyle Busch, still looking for a victory this year. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Uh, Kyle Busch, two-time champion. But look at the trend over the long run. Last year, Kyle Busch went 22 races without winning a race. Well, he qualified for the playoffs. He got to the Final Four, and he won in Homestead, so he won his second title. Mm-hmm. And then he's back this year, and we've gone 23 races without a, a victory. So uh, my math sometimes eludes me, but you add all that <laughs> together, and he has competed now in 46 races and has won one of them. So he's won out of his last 46. Not the numbers we expect from Kyle Busch, who routinely is usually either fighting for the lead or up there in the top two or three. And this year, we've just not seen that. They've not been awful, but they haven't been anywhere near what we expect them. The big problem is when we get to the playoffs, Kyle Busch is not going to have a a closet full of playoff points. And Mm -hmm. those playoff points are what allow you to move through the rounds if you're really not knocking out the good finishes. So there is reason to be worried if you're a Kyle Busch fan. Man. You know, that's it's awesome, Doug. It seems always sometimes, you know, with guys, they did not forget how to drive, what in the world's going on, but they just can't win. And it's just hey, it's like that. I don't know, man. And, and you know, and, and it's not that the stuff coming out of Joe Gibbs is junk. Right. Denny Hamlin's having a pretty good year this year. That's right. And so you you have to – it makes you wonder. Uh, is And he has cited on several occasions lack of practice. Uh, my, only, my only contention to that would be – I would think out of all the drivers in the garage, Kyle Busch could get by without lack of practice. But if Mm -hmm. that practice is so valuable Mm -hmm. for him to give feedback to his crew chief to improve their car, I guess there's some merit there. That's right.
And I uh, won't touch too, Doug. You say several teams have been saying they like the one-day shows that the way we've been doing things different this year in NASCAR. Well, during COVID times, which just sounds bizarre anyway, <laughs> uh, we have been showing up the NASCAR circuit has. They have not been qualifying. They have not been practicing. They merely show up. They unload. They inspect the cars, and they go racing. And for these teams, that has been a bit of a godsend, guys, because a lot of the expense that goes with staying multiple days at the location has been eliminated. They're not having to come in and house 15 or 20 people in hotels overnight. And all of the expense that goes with moving a team from point A to point B has been drastically cut. And that is great news right now because these teams don't have any extra money to spend on anything so i think they really like the way this has gone about and there hasn't been a huge fan uproar but they have to get buy-in from nascar and the tv partners and the racetracks before all this happens and sometimes getting three different groups of people to agree on something can be a bit of a test yes sir all right so dover this weekend uh no double header weekend what's the schedule look like you know, uh, Saturday and Sunday, they're going to go at it with both the Cup cars and the Xfinity uh, cars. So there's going to be a lot of racing going on at the Monster Mile up in Dover this weekend. And then we fast forward to the next weekend on Saturday night down in Daytona and wrap up the regular season on the Oval at Daytona. First time they've ever done that. Uh, it gives a gives pause because somebody could pull off a big upset victory down at Daytona and get into the playoffs unexpectedly. That's right. Uh, are any fans going to be in the stands at Dover this weekend? I don't think so. I think everybody is just trying to play it safe right. and, you know, uh, get through this the best they can. The good news has been in the places that have had fans, they have not been able to trace any outbreaks related to people being at the race and contacting COVID. So that's that's on the plus side. Good deal. All right, Doug, we appreciate you, buddy. You have a great weekend. We'll see how it shakes out when we catch up with you next week. All right, thanks so much, John Boy and Billy. Y'all take care. Yeah, thank you, buddy. You follow Doug on Twitter at RiceMan61. All right, Ben, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? A Labrador retriever dog paddles its way into the news. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline Across America, take C, you will win. We play next. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done. Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. 
Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thursday morning, big shows on the radio. Our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Local dealer, find it at thebigshow.com where you find our five-second video. It's a five-second lesson in inertia taught by the subway. Guy mm-hmm. sitting there knew that was going to happen with you. Got yeah. the camera, got to be. You got to imagine he's sitting there going, "Oh man, this is great." Oh, check it out, thebigshow.com. And right now, we ready to go. Ready. Say hey to Dave from Heath Springs, South Carolina. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing all right. How you doing? Doing good, sir. Good, good. All right, Dave. Well, listen, Billy, win this big old LS tractor prize pack. Well, a boating trip on Lake Michigan led to an unexpected water rescue recently. The Wilcox family spotted a dog swimming near their boat, and they really took notice because the boat was four miles from shore at the time. Jeannie Wilcox says the dog was paddling along all alone with no other boats in sight. The family pulled him aboard to make a stop at Belmont, Michigan, where they had the waterlogged pooch scan for a microchip at a veterinarian's office. This led to a happy reunion with the dog's owners a short time later. So what was the dog doing four miles offshore all by itself? Well, according to one local expert, the most likely explanation is A, it accidentally fell off a boat. B, it was dog napped and thrown overboard on purpose. Or C, Belmont, Michigan is so bad it was swimming to Wisconsin to start a new life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to take C. I wonder if dog had a flotation device on, did it say? Uh, it doesn't say that. Wow, yeah, man. He's, he's out there dog paddling. Little dog, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Got to be careful them dogs on the boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dan with Dave. Hey, buddy, the LS Tractor Prize Pack come down Heath Springs to you. Thank you very much, fellas. All right, boy. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. Back in the archives. Minutes. 
Big Show's on the radio. And a bit of fun looking back here during the Democratic National Convention going on on a mobile device near you. That does for delicious, huh? Yeah, we're looking back at that guy. All I'm right. sorry, I didn't get that so part that you're muttering. <laughs> Your line is, huh? Bill's line is, what? what? <laughs> All right, so anyway, four years ago, who would have thought? So Biden running against Trump this year, but the back when Obama was finishing up, skipped over Biden because it was Hillary's turn. How'd that work out? Hey, Hillary getting hard on the phone. But anyway, we you- knew that Obama was leaving. You've got a mean streak, John Boy. <laughs> I do sometimes. But, well, let's have fun with this. We were celebrating. Obama's done. Here's this Big Show original. You're moving too slow? Oh, hell no. They're mad you're moving too fast and in the wrong direction. Away from jobs, away from freedom, and away from the Constitution. You're going to need Obamacare 2012 because it's going to take a doctor to get the voter's foot out of your scrawny backside. <laughs> so long, sucker.
Good Thursday morning. Big shows on the radio. It's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook stories sent in by you, the big show listener. Reaching around the world these days. The address will follow this report. A car crash in Newburgh, Oregon led to two arrests in two different cars after a man driving a stolen Land Cruiser crashed into a Buick Regal while trying to escape police. During the arrest, officers discovered the woman in the Buick was driving a vehicle that was reported missing three weeks earlier. What? That's right, a man driving a stolen car ran into a woman driving a stolen car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two men in Australia were hired by a third man for a kinky at-home rendezvous. They were supposed to come to their client's house, tie him to a chair, and give him the once-over with a broom. And if you think that's weird... And we do. Imagine what happened when the client forgot to tell him he had recently moved, and they showed up at the wrong house. Oh! Well, the machete guys apologized to the confused resident for the mix-up, and moved on to their real client's place, no charges were filed. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The most understanding household <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. Oh, wrong. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> a man in King Salmon, Alaska, came down with a bad case of coronavirus-related cabin fever. Sick of staying home, he decided to go out for a night on the town. But since he didn't have a car... He broke into the local fire station and cranked up one of the fire trucks. As you would normally do in a case like that. He didn't bother to open the overhead door before leaving. He just drove the truck through the front of the station with lights and sirens blazing. Wow. He headed straight for his favorite watering hole, a bar in town 15 miles away. Police arrived at the bar and arrested him a few minutes later. (laughs) Do you think that's him? Well, look at what he drove. (laughs) 20 years ago, a man in Maine added a garage to his property that ended up being over the property line of the house next door. Well, the neighbors had a good relationship with the homeowner and agreed to live with it. But when the original owner died and his widow started renting out the house, things went downhill. The renter and the neighbor got into a heated argument about the -the over-the-line garage. The neighbor demanded the renter remove it. When the renter refused, the neighbor took a chainsaw cut the garage in half, and tore the over-the-line half down. A local surveyor came out and marked the property line and says the city hopes this will be the end of the whole sordid mess. (laughs) A woman in Bulls Gap, Tennessee, reported to police that she was assaulted at her home by a man who struck her twice in the head with a dead squirrel and pushed her into a bathtub. He wasn't driving a fire truck, was he? (laughs) Wow. A Conyers, Georgia man who bought a used Mercedes convertible, then reported it stolen, found out that the car was equipped with one extra accessory he didn't know about, Uh a low-jack anti-theft tracking device. So when police activated the device, they were able to quickly track the car down. It was parked in the man's basement along with three other cars that had recently been reported stolen. Yikes. Well, when you find something that works, you stick with it. You know? <laughs> How do you park it in a basement? <laughs> that is insurance, Cam. Yeah. A robbery suspect in Suffolk, Connecticut, was being pursued by police who had spotted his cars matching the description of one used in a robbery a short time earlier. 
During the chase, the man pulled into the parking lot of McDougal Correctional Institution and ran into the front lobby. Mm. I believe he thought it was the mall, said one of the arresting officers. <laughs> but I've never seen too many malls with a razor wire across the top. Well, I've been to one, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> a 72-year-old murder defendant in Little Rock, Arkansas, dozed off in court as he waited for his case to be announced. He was still asleep when his two daughters and a public defender entered a not guilty plea for him. A man sitting next to the slumbering defendant shook him awake. Yes, not fully aware of the proceedings, the man jumped to his feet and shouted, I plead guilty. The judge in the case allowed the original not guilty plea to stand. (laughs) And finally, police in Bochum, Germany, approached a slot machine player in a local casino because he matched the description of a man who failed to pay an outstanding fine. As the cops questioned him, the man pulled the lever on the slot machine and won a jackpot equivalent to 1300 U.S. dollars. He was immediately able to pay off his $900 fine in cash. <laughs> you got here at the perfect time. <laughs> if you got Dumb Crook News, mail to Dumb Crook News. John Boyd Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte, N.C. 28219. Uh, email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning, y'all. Big Show is on your radio. Hello, all you perky early risers. Here's just the thing to wake you up and get your blood pumping. The John, Boy, and Billy Big Show. Why, before you know it, you'll be bouncing off the walls. Just like me. Ooh-wah. 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 See what I mean? Shows on the radio. Want to thank our buds from Old Pineville Premium Pub on Old Pineville Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Some of my world headquarters here feeding the big show crew this morning. Sweet delivery girl. Hey, is you the John boy? (laughs) Yeah, took the wings. Thank you so much for Old Pineville Premium Pub. Yeah, I'll check them out, man. Go orders. They got it going on. They've been, uh, Staying in business in this pandemic. I like the commercials. Everybody says following all CDC guidelines. They had to put that in every commercial. Yeah. Huh. Because, you know, what do you think? If they weren't, do you think they would advertise? Yeah, I don't think you put that in your commercial for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing everything. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like saying we're complying with the health department. It's not really something you put in your advertising. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, it means something to me. I mean, I... I I, I like knowing that they're following the guidelines. I, I, look, I, I'm the guy that's been coming in here every day a couple hours before y'all 
so that I can spray everything down with alcohol and, and sanitize everything. I know. So, you know, I was thinking about that. If nobody else comes in, would it be all right because we had germs yesterday? Well, but here's the thing. I don't know that nobody else comes in. Ah, see. All right. Well, we got cameras all over the place. Yeah. But Made the- me get up earlier and go through the whole footage. Does my sanitizing your workspace bother you? No. He's in charge of sanitizing your workspace. You better be next to it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Good work. Yeah, we're following all CDC guidelines. We are. Right. I know. Now. What? <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets $50 to spend on an American Express gift card courtesy of Bojangles. It's bow time. Hang on. We play in minutes. Right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. What's got for us, morning, Tate Tate? Well, a new celebrity moving into the world of reality TV. Well, we'll take it. Who is okay. it? <laughs> Terry Bradshaw and his family are going to be in an e-docu-series titled The Bradshaw Bunch. So the NF, the former NFL quarterback who is now 71 years old will the, the show will follow his day-to-day life with his family on his ranch in rural Oklahoma. Uh, he spoke with People magazine about this and said that my girls love to drink. Ain't no telling what's going to happen there. <laughs> wow. They're a hoop now. Good looking too. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, He's out his daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Bradshaw currently uh, is a co-host on the the successful sports show Fox NFL Sunday. If that kicks See, I, back up, I like him. I mean, so I think it'd be because yeah. you know he's just a wild card. You know he'll do yeah. something stupid. Well, his bucket has had a hole in it for many years. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first apparently, if you watch the trailer, like the opening line with him on camera, he's like. I was a football player. That's all I got. <laughs> so uh, look for the Bradshaw Bunch, the Bradshaw Bunch on the E Network September 17th. Okay. Harry Bradshaw. Doing a remake, the latest of the remakes. Oh. And it is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles oh, remake. My very favorite movie of all time. And Will Smith and Kevin Hart are teaming up for the remake. The original was (laughs) written and directed by John Hughes and starred, as you know, Steve Martin and John Candy as the odd couple forced to become traveling partners as they try to get home for Thanksgiving. Well, the remake will be written by Aisha Carr uh, and her credits and whose credits include Brooklyn 99 and the upcoming Hulu series Woke. Oh, boy. Just run the original again. We'll pay for it, okay? <laughs> That's a deal when some movie is so good. You, you know it's not uh, going to be good. You, you find a movie that was a great idea and they just didn't stick the landing. That's when you do a remake. Yes. Right, right. You don't right. redo something right. that worked. Now, I'll <laughs> tell you, I have seen trailers for uh, an example that I'm interested in. It's the mm. new Ghostbusters they're kind of tilting it to a more scary realm. It's not a remake. It's a it's it a rebirth. Takes place in the, it's a rebirth. That's it, a, yeah. yeah. It's, but uh-huh. it's not the. They're not redoing right. Again, right. Like that no, awful no. female version. And what oh, is yeah. it? They're yeah. redoing. I heard they're redoing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a drama. <laughs> and it's going to be called Bel Air. I kid you not. I read really? something. Well, they're remaking Blazing Saddles. Did you know that? As an animated. <gasps> no. Shut up. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Tater, you can look it up. It's a terrible idea. With oh. some kind of cartoon samurai chicken. Animated and blazing samurai. Yes, I'm dead serious. And it's just a mm. terrible idea. No! 
<laughs> Never mind we're not, that. We're not blaming it on you, Marcy. It's <laughs> no, just that you're the reason we found right? out. Right? I know. Yeah. Jackie, I'm your shocked. favorite movie. They're going to screw it up. Don't watch. <laughs> Make it a cartoon. The chicken is near. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it true what they say about your feathers? <laughs> All right, well, moving on into some, sw- <laughs> some sports news. Um, Tiger Woods is not the only uh, best golfer. He's also a great caddy to his son, Charlie Woods, who is 11 years old and is a pretty good golfer himself. So Tiger was carrying the clubs and whispering tips to his son, Charlie, who won the U.S. Kids Golf Event at Hammock Creek Golf Course in Palm City, Florida shooting a three-under par and taking the nine-hole tournament by five strokes. Wow. Tiger says Charlie is still learning how to play, adding that uh, Charlie's been asking the right qu- kinds of questions, and Tiger has kept it competitive with his par, so it's been just an absolute blast, Tiger said, to go out there and just, you know, be with him. Oh. Whispering like, things to him like, don't marry a blonde. Right. <laughs> Speaking of sequels that are a terrible idea. <laughs> and that's according to People Magazine. And, oh, my gosh, what a... Th- what? No pressure, kid. Yeah, to be really, a good really. golfer. Hey, hey, Charlie, here comes the drink girl. You can talk to her, but don't touch her. Speaking of making uh, money off of drinks, mm. Ryan Reynolds sold his aviation gin mm. for $610 million. Well, wow. And I thought he was making money with it before. And he sold it to the same company that bought George Clooney's tequila. Uh-huh. I think it was Casa Amigos tequila. Like that, yeah. But he didn't make quite as much because Clooney made one billion dollars off the sale of his tequila money or tequila so ryan reynolds said "Eh, you know it's no Clooney money but i'll take it i I like ryan reynolds he's great i think i like ryan like like ryan as well and looking at the royalty or Uh ex-royalty i don't know really what to call him but the the dutch and duchess of suck it yeah Yeah. well they have uh, there are rumors coming out that they have bought their mansion in california uh, they spent nearly $15 million, according to the tabloid TMZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spent nearly $15 million and it's in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And they said that's about $1 million per toilet because this home features no. 16 bathrooms, 9 bedrooms, a guest house for Megan's mom, a pool, a tennis court. And altogether, they have 18,000 square feet of home with privacy and a gated community and security gates at the drive and a children's cottage and rose gardens on a five-acre State. You know what they need? Terry Bradshaw doing the yard work. <laughs> I would watch that in a heartbeat. I'm telling you, I've been without a job before, but there's, there's no way. Yeah. What about the dad? What about me? Huh? Yeah, what about the dad? <laughs> My kid marries royalty and I, uh, what am I doing? I'm cleaning the 15 toilets. You're right. <laughs> that's, that's who should be doing the yard work. <laughs> yeah, you can work on the pool, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dana. You're welcome. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. <laughs> you told free line. We'll get a couple contestants. Team up. Play next. Good morning, the big shows on the radio. Video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer at thebigshow.com. Regression to win that 820 Pitbulls wood pellet grill, yeah. 
And our video, five-second lesson in inertia taught by the subway. Yeah, they take a classic bid request off the wall in minutes as well. Can, now, I, can, I, can I point something out about Andy before we get started? Now, you know I love you. And I know times are tough on getting haircuts. But I want you to look at the wall. I'm going to show Johnny something. Billy, are you watching? Look this way for me. Andy has right. come in from behind so, the glass to uh, do the word tablets so, for us. So, so Randy is looking at his hair. So, so when he looks this way, <laughs> so pretty decent yeah. haircut. Now turn around. Face that way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mullet. <laughs> Mullet on the right. One side. It's He's got a party up no front longer. and on the right. What, was that why you were wearing your hood earlier? No, it was cold. <laughs> it was no, but this cold. is why he stays behind the glass most of the time. Yeah. Come on out. Let Randy make fun of your haircut. Yeah, so I think it looks nice, Andy. Well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. And this was a trim, by the way. It was just a trim. Just yeah. a trim. Did you do just, it? Just one side at a time. Just leave it alone. That was a long one. All right. All right, come on, back to business here. Let's play. How oh, everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, a wordy word, and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Tim from Coward, South Carolina. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, John Boy, man. You best send that griddle sauce down this way, man. We need it. All right, Tim. Jack, the hook up there, buddy. Absolutely, brother. I love you guys. Listen to you every morning, man, all through the day. Until I lose uh, down at the beach, man, I have to move to uh, Charleston in order to listen to you more. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. <laughs> That's commitment, Tim. <laughs> That's the deal. All right, Tim, well, you're playing Elizabeth from Shenandoah, Virginia. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, then. Well, Tim, you own a John Boyd Billy team. Elizabeth, you own Tater and Randy's side. And here we go for two All right. All right, Elizabeth, you relax. Me and Tim will go for the first 30 seconds. You ready, Tim? I sure am, John. But we'll uh, throw. All right, here we go. Start the clock now. Two people, they look good together. They are a cute couple. Yes. There you go. All right, uh, Eve took a bite out of the apple. Yeah. All right, uh, a, uh, a thing beside the road where water runs in is a go dig a. Water drain. Dig a what? Ditch. Yes. Ditch. All right. Uh, a blank language. It's not from America. You speak a blank Born. language. Yes. Yep. All right. The state down in the middle of the ocean. Uh, Hawaii. boy. Go. All yeah. right. We put a five on the board. Okay. Here we go. Elizabeth and Tater for round one. All right. Andy, Andy, turn this way one more time. I'm just trying to distract you. <laughs> oh, oh, my. <laughs> okay, Taylor, no, you get the mullet. Oh. Elizabeth, are you ready? Yes. And go. Okay, it was a cartoon. George of the... Jungle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, another uh, a donkey. Uh, uh, this is also a stubborn horse-like animal. <laughs> it's Jack not... Ass. It's not a donkey, but he's a he's a what? A mule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cows they graze out in the field. But another thing they call it um, pasture. Yes, yeah, ma'am. There you go. Uh, when uh, when a show on TV is played over again, it's called a what? Rerun. And uh, the guy who talks for his dummy is called a. A Yes, sir. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, put a five on the board to tie it up. All the right. mullet was good to you. Tied yeah. going into round two. You don't have a mullet. Tim, you and Billy, are you ready? I'm ready, Bo. Yeah. And go. Your hand has four fingers in one of these. Thumb. 
Yep, uh, let's see. If you don't eat meat, you are a what? Vegan. No, different Sorry. word, different Vegetarian. word. Vegetarian. There you go. There you go. Uh, if you're a doctor for animals, you are a what? Veg, uh, veterinarian. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you've served in a war, you are a what? If you once you retire. Yep. Uh, if you go into space in a rocket, you are a what? What's your job? Uh, astronaut. There you go. You hang this on the door at Christmas. Oh, all right, there's a buzzer. Oh, oh, right. right. He said it. Uh, uh, he, he said, said it. Reith, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, another five for a ten score for Tim. So That's Elizabeth and Randy. Well, I got John Boy on my side. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Elizabeth and Randy to go. I know. Right. Smoking F- it too. I hear you. Five will tie. <laughs> <laughs> Six will win. Are you ready, Elizabeth? Yes. And go. Okay, so this is another uh, word for stuff that you don't need. You've got too much stuff. And that stuff is called what? Got to get rid of it. You might have a drawer. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, so this is the uh, what you sit on when you go to the bar. Barstool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so if someone is not uh, being nice, they, they might be uh, considered um, this word. Uh, so it, it's usually around animal animals. Elvis song. Yeah, Elvis song. Yeah. Don't be... Cool. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Three, not quite enough. Tim yeah. wins. Three hey. by two. It was rude. It was rude, darling. Don't be rude. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I love y'all. Elizabeth, we appreciate you playing, baby. You can play again anytime. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, Tim, you keep talking. Jackie's going to pick you up from here. <laughs> hey, can I do one good holler out to yeah. my beautiful wife, Lisa Moore, and my son, Gavin Thomas? That's my heart and my soul and my world and my everything, man. Thank you, right. man. Tim, that's neat, buddy. You hug him for us, and we appreciate you listening. Glad you got through and won. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. Time for the classic bit request of the morning. John Keller writes in and says, Guys, can we hear from that Cadbury character? Been a while. Love you, mean it. Let's have us an adventure with Cadbury for John. Coming up next. Big shows on the radio. So, buddy John Keller was here an adventure with me and my gentleman's gentleman. Come on, Cadbury, we're gonna be late. I'm hurrying, sir. My speed would greatly increase if sir would assist me in carrying all this equipment. Oh, all right. What a baby. Here, I'll carry my coffee. Happy. Quiet. <laughs> now, quit complaining. You are a butler, you know. Uh. Sir's words sting me like a thorny nettle. Huh? Um, you hurt me, big guy. Sir seems to be on the precipice of emotional distress this morning. Is there anything troubling, sir? I'm sorry, Cadbury. i got a lot on my mind. This ball cap too tight, sir. No, man, it's tournament time, Cadbury. Coaching Little League is a big responsibility. Yes, more so than cleaning sir's own cat box, one would suppose. Way more. I'm in charge of developing a team spirit, nurturing a sense of sportsmanship, and building a sense of camaraderie that'll last a lifetime to 
teaching them not to tease and call names and encouraging them not to engage in physical violence to settle their differences. Well, sir has always been good with children. What children? I'm talking about the parents. Yeah. They're a pack of animals. Surely, sir, jests. I have been with sir at the occasional practice. Nothing untoward has occurred in my eyes. Man, you don't get it. This is a tournament. Nerves are on edge. There's a lot at stake. All these nerve-wracking parents moving around make it hard to concentrate. Not to mention the fact we're playing against Chet Murphy's team. You know, he's the king of trash-talking. Well, I simply find it impossible to believe that fully developed adult human beings could behave in a manner such as you describe, sir. Hey, John Boy! Your team sucks! And you're ugly! I stand corrected, sir. Shut up, Chet! That's telling him, sir. Whether we get them girls' school rejects of yours out on the field, you're going down, moron! Uh, shut up, Chet! You stupid! Even better, sir. Ignore him, sir. The game has begun. We must concentrate. Sticks and stones, sir. Sticks and stones. Yeah, you're right, Cassie. All right. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Hey, John Boy, I see you brought your maid with you. How's it going, Hazel? I beg your pardon? Just ignore him, Cadbury. The game. Oh, I can handle him, sir. What's this? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't understand. I speak over 30 languages fluently, but unfortunately, Boob is not one of them. <laughs> oh, don't provoke him, Cadbury. Remember, the game. Careful there, Mr. French. You might accidentally take your nose out of Uncle Bill's butt. <laughs> oh, mind your tongue in the presence of children, you surly surf. I should warn you that I'm an expert practitioner in the sport of kings and a proponent of the Marquis de Queensbury rules. Queensbury? Well, la di da Hey, that reminds me. What kind of man makes a living waiting on another man? Oh, wait, I know that one. A homo! Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Are you talking to me? Cadbury! Are you talking to me? I'm the only gentleman's gentleman here. You must be talking to me. Hey, you better back up there, Lurch. Back up, Chester? Why would someone as stalwart as you fear a silly Mary like me? Hey, I ain't afraid of you, Tinkerbell. Ah, well, then maybe you'll fear my magic wand. Cadbury, put down the bat. With all due respect, back off, sir. I will not have this loud questioning my manhood. Well, where are your clever quips now, my loquacious friend? Put him down, Cadbury. Yes, yeah, put me down. With pleasure. Oh, quite right. I almost forgot. Game over. Play ball! If you insist. No, Cadbury! Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio here for a few more minutes. It's Thursday morning. All right, we hear you. Here you go. Back when old Slick Willie was in the Oval Orifice. Here's a Clint Mamba. Uh, Mr. President, 
your wife called. She's busy in New York. She won't be coming home this weekend. Thanks, Betty. Okay, fellas, it's party time. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the limo. Come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The wife's out of town, so I think I really want to call some names from my little black book. Guaranteed to make this party cook. We'll call Angela and Pamela and Buffy and Vicky, and before you know it, everything will be freaky. We're going to throw it down, then we're going to pick it up. These girls are cute as a little speckled pup. I know I said that I learned my lesson, but I just can't keep from messing. A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita, if you please, a little bit of Tina, she's a sleaze, a little bit of Sandra, she's so funky, a little bit of Mary, she's kind of chunky, a little bit of Jessica's what I see, a little bit of break from Hillary. Uh, Mr. President, the girls from Hooters are here, sir. All right, send them right in. Hey, girls, come on in. Y'all are looking good. Hey, are those chicken wings? Yeah, put them on the conference table right over there. Hey, y'all want to see the war room? Jump up and down and move it all around. Put your hands in the air, throw your clothes on the ground, then climb on board and we'll have fun. Want to take a ride on Air Force One? We'll fly so high, we'll touch the sky. And if we get caught, we'll lie. A little bit of Sandy on my lap. A little bit of Tiffany, she likes rap. A little bit of Rita, if you please. A little bit of Tina, she's a sleaze. A little bit of Sandra on the fly. A little bit of Mary on the sly. A little bit of Jessica raising cane. A little break from that old ball and chain. Mr. President, the diplomatic pouch from Jamaica just arrived, sir. All right. Light that baby up. Hey, want to see me inhale? Yes, Smooth. A little bit of Monica in the house, a little bit of something on her blouse. A little bit of Rita, she's a go. A little bit of Tina, she's a hoe. A little bit of Sandra on the desk. A little bit of Mary, she's the best. A little bit of Jessica in my life. A great big secret from my wife. Hey, girls, me and you, I can get y'all a job at Revlon too. You know me, I love to freak. See you, babe, same time next week. All right, here. Uh, Mr. President, Mrs. Clinton just called. She will be arriving after all. Uh oh. Uh, okay, everybody. Cross this mode. Cross this mode. Straighten this place up. Hey, honey. Welcome home. Thank you, everybody. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JB&B stuff by phone, 800-471-STUFF. Online services by Animink.com. All uh, right, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be back at it on tomorrow, celebrating Friday like you don't know what.
Bartow. Thank you, Randy. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as that 70s show and that 90s show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.